Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Not Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this, is um, Strickland Podcast Network. Um, Knicks lose 98 to 94 to the Orlando Magic. Um, starting off this homestand with a loss. <clears throat> Magic were, of course, missing Franz Wagner, um, but that did not matter. We were also missing Jalen Brunson. Um, I think today's game kind of really showed what the Knicks were really missing in terms of another creator, someone that can help, um, you know, regulate things when a Brunson is missing. Last year, we were fortunate enough to have Manuel quickly when Brunson was missing from games. Um, today, you have Deuce McBride taking the reins of starting point guard, and we kind of saw a little bit of this in the last game. Um, the lack of creation on this team is really, really missing without um, without Brunson and without Quickly. Um, before I get any further, of course, though, I have to do the ad read. Um, give me one second. With the NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile. You can access the world's base. best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A D, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying. In terms of Nick's creation, I think that's the biggest thing that is missing in these in these games. Um, you know, Deuce McBride, shout out to him. He was able to score 20 points after his 19-point effort in the last game versus the shorthanded Grizzlies. Um, but you're still you're still missing that lack of creation, someone that's able to get us organized, get us into sets. Um, and just able to like create his own um, shot off the dribble and whatnot as consistently as Jalen Brunson can. Um, I think where Deuce will really shine the best is when he has someone next to him that's able to create. Um, yeah, I think you also see this. Um, this also hurts the bench in terms of bench creation. Like the bench is not able to create that many points total bench points tonight lacking as well. Um, and I think that's just something that we're going to see until Jalen Brunson gets back. And I assume that he will be back very soon. I don't think this is something that is, um, this injury is something that we have to be concerned about long-term. I think they just want to give him a, a couple games of rest. I thought, I think that they thought that they would be able to win these games more comfortably without Jalen Brunson. Um, but man, yeah, this, this game was very, very hard to watch. Um, I myself was tuned in and out of it just because it wasn't the most entertaining watch. Um, and I tweeted out during the game that Jalen Brunson has been the one saving grace for this team um, this year. And especially since quickly has been out, he's kind of been that one kind of spark of joy, I guess you can say that this team has when, when we need it. Um, you know, I think with the OG trade, it it does 
it does put people in place in terms of where they need to be like it kind of places everyone where they need to be but in in that trade we lost some of that creation like even someone like rj barrett was someone that you know when a jalen brunson is out him and quickly they were able to you know get feet into the paint create things um and you see where that's lacking severely when he's when with those guys gone and with an OG and an OB, like OG was able to give you 17 points, but like, you know, the offense really still struggled. And of course I haven't mentioned one Julius Randle yet. I think he is someone that should have, he's someone that should have taken control in both of these games. I think in both the Memphis and the, um, the magic game, this game, he looked completely out of it from the beginning. At first I thought that he was trying to more so get guys, um, into the get guys into their flow offensively but as the game went on and i don't know if it was more so due to the ankle injury as well as just like <clears throat> more so just said i don't know if it was just the ankle injury or it was the um just his lack of aggression um i don't know what it was but it was definitely an issue today and Going forward, even like even if Brunson comes back the next game, like going forward in games without Brunson, we're gonna need him to be that guy. Like he is supposed to be that guy. Like that's the reason. Like we got Brunson so that way, like he can take a step back offensively. But like in those moments where Brunson is not there, we need him to like be the guy that he was before Brunson got here. Let me get to some comments just to get the conversation continuing to roll here uh make sure you if you are here leave a comment as well as leave a, leave a like and subscribe um probably won't be on this too long since i'm here by myself um chris bernhardt says he's not iq as an initiator but man can do shoot it get him a vet like brogdon to help him run the offense and you might unlock something with him um i think that's something that we've mentioned here on the post game of course previously um that brun not brunson um deuce is more so like a He's like a small shooting guard in the fact that, you know, um, that like he's not someone that's going to really get the team into the offense. He's not going to be an initiator, but like, you know, have him play off ball on somebody and he's great. Like you have him as like a point of attack defender. You have him as a guy who can do stuff off the catch in terms of shooting it more so. Um, I think he's really gain some more confidence as a shooter as the um as he's gotten more playing time and you know i think that's something that we are kind of all anticipated that he would gain more confidence as a shooter as the as he got more minutes as he got more consistent play but it's just more so the other things that need to come around with him um and these games are kind of showing those warts um you're wondering if you know the team is using this Brunson injury more so to evaluate Brun uh, evaluate Deuce more so and see if they're going to make a move at the deadline for someone else. Um, Cause I know it's been widely stated that the Knicks have wanted to give Deuce this kind of opportunity to see what he has. Um, and, you know, we'll see how things shake from there, but I think this will be, using his evaluation period. And I think the team will definitely have to get a creator because things just cannot continue to be this stagnant offensively. And and credit to the Magic for their defense. Like, they're a good defensive team. 
Um, but yeah, it's it was a, a a rough. It's been a rough two games without Brunson. Even when the, even against the Grizzlies, who the Grizzlies aren't, they don't have anybody, and it still looked like it was super hard to score. Um, in that game, that game offensively, turnovers, it was just a very sloppy game. Um, but yeah, um, Chris Bernard also brings the free throws and rebounding. Um, tails all this time when it comes to Knicks collapses. Um, yeah, those those free throws in the fourth quarter, brutal rebounding. Rebounding actually hasn't been, I mean, minus the Mavericks game. Um, but I think more so rebounding has been a strength of this team. Um, but yeah, that Mavericks game, I can't remember if the Grizzlies game, we struggled with the rebounds that much. And this game, definitely. It looked like the Magic just wanted it more than us. Like they had guys like Fultz and Cole Anthony just going, flying around the court. Um, you know, those guys seem like they wanted it more than our guys. You had guys like Julius Randle just like walking around, um, you know, walking around on defense, certain possessions. Um, it just didn't look like these guys wanted it as much. And, you know, I don't know if, you know, matinee game, MLK day, the guys just weren't up for it. But without Brunson, these guys have to give just a little bit more on both ends. Um Jordan Bubb says we need bench help ASAP. We can't we can't just rely on Brunson and Randall to lead the offense all the time because we're whether it's fatigue or injury or off night from either one of them, it would be difficult for us to score. It was difficult for us to score tonight. Um yeah. I mean, and that's what you kind of miss with IQ being traded out of here. You're hoping that the team trades for a bench piece to supplement it. Um funny enough tonight. Like you think one of the, this would be one of those nights where, um, where where Thibs relies on Josh Hart a bunch, but he only played twenty three minutes. He of course didn't have it going. I don't blame Thibs for not going to him more, but it's just interesting that he didn't go to him more. Um, that just seems like his go to move. But yeah, Josh Hart was pretty rough tonight. Four points, six rebounds, two of seven from the field. Just didn't have it going like most of the team, um, and most of the bench especially. Um, Jordan Bub also brings up. He says, "I think the Knicks need to get a Tyus Jones or more or more expensive in terms of trade equity to acquire in Jordan Clarkson because the last three games have shown us that we need that third creator badly." I'm all for. I mean, I think people have more so been on the Jordan Clarkson train than the Tyus Jones train, just because Jordan Clarkson could give you a more scoring punch offensively. But I think Tyus Jones has been respectably – he has been more aggressive offensively, at least in the last couple of games that, that I've seen his box score. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm all for just acquiring a third creator, whether it's Tyus Jones or Terry Rozier or Jordan Clarkson. Like, get me anybody that can put the ball in the basket and can create for others. All three of those guys have shown that. I mean, you've seen Terry Rozier without LaMelo. He's getting, like, eight assist games, you know. Jordan Clarkson's been able to consistently give the Jazz like twenty and five off the bench. Like, get me one of those. I don't. I. I don't know. I, I think the Jazz are going to be willing to trade off pieces. Um, it's just willing if, if the Knicks are going to be able to match Danny Ainge's price. Um, because the team does look competitive right now, but that could. I mean, Danny Ainge could have a whole totally a different idea than than what the team is actually producing on the court. Um, but yeah, I'm all for getting any of those guys. I think any of those guys would help a ton. 
Um, they would help um, spell Brunson. They would help put Deuce in the right position. Um, but that does beg the question, if we acquire one of those guys, does Deuce continue to get um, the minutes that he's getting right now, or does he become situational? Like, does, does Precious move out the rotation? Like, there's all these questions that we have. Because Thibs does like to have a five on the floor, so Precious, I assume, would not be the one out of the rotation. Um, or does Thibs expand the rotation to 10 again? Like, does he do that? Um, these are all questions that, you know, we're going to have to ask the um, – we're going to have of the team if they do acquire somebody of that ilk of a Tyus Jones, Clarkson, Terry Rozier, any of those guys. But, I mean, I'm all for it. It's just a matter of, like, what what happens with the rest of the team – in line with that, but we got a couple weeks till the trade deadline, so we'll see how things shake out. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> um, Jordan, Jordan Bub also brings up, he says, um, shout out to Vivek for this, I guess on Twitter. Um, Dibs wrote me this. Why does every Dibs coach team since Chicago seem to fall prone to the same errors? Blown leads, missed free throws in crucial moments, fouling three-pointers, low assist rates. That is excellent observation for Vivek and a problem that seems to have followed him to the Knicks. I mean, this is what you're going to get with Dibs teams. Um, heavy isolation. I don't know about the missed free throws in crucial moments. I don't know how often that is um, from Dibs teams. I mean, it, from the Knicks, it seems like it's definitely a, a thing. I don't know how much how much so it's from the Bulls teams, how much that happened. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, with a coach, is just going to have certain things that their teams do because that's just, like, the way that their teams are built to happen. But, yeah, um, it is annoying to see the same – issues persist year in year out i thought i mean we'll see what happens when brunson comes back but i thought that the team was starting to move the ball a little bit better um and the assist rate was starting to move a little bit higher um but we'll see when brunson comes back if that's something that 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 um goes back up or something that continues to stifle because i thought since the og trade that the team had started to move the, the ball a little bit better um but we'll see. I mean, with Deuce out there, it's much harder for the offense to get things moving. Um, what I would like to see is if the team starts to, if Brunson is out just a little bit longer, if the team starts to run offense a little bit more through iHeart, because like, I don't know, it seems like they're, it, I thought they would try to at least try to run things through through Randall, but Randall isn't aggressive enough offensively um, to like be that much of a threat right now and to actually like, draw anybody to to create any offense but i don't know we'll see how this team goes and who knows this could be nothing for now um brunson could be back next game and um and the team could acquire somebody very soon so Um, Nick's tape brings up. It says that OG isn't more aggressive with the ball in his hands. He basically has a nine-point floor with his threes, and he just can't put the ball on the floor. Um, and Deuce's lack of ability to penetrate inside the arc kind of kills those bench minutes when the offense gets stagnant. Yeah, it just – the trade was good for when Brunson is, like, healthy and on the court. But, like, other than that, the trade really 
like it really highlights the team's inability to create. Um, and we'll see what happens as a result of that. I mean, I think it's good for this team to have this stretch now just because it's going to at least probably force the front office to um, look at things just a little bit um, quicker because maybe they were going to wait till the trade deadline and maybe they make a move much quicker. I mean, I think teams are able to start trading players, I think today or at least within the next couple of days. So we'll see if the Knicks start to get a little bit more aggressive in their pursuit of a bench guard. Um, But I do think that... um, I do think that this stretch will definitely be beneficial in terms of evaluating um, the team in terms of what they need and what they're missing. Let's see what else we have here. Grimes, 13 minutes tonight, which is about what he's been getting since the train. This is another OB situation. He's never going to get the minutes here. Trade him now before he kills his value completely. Grimes, yeah, Grimes, I think Grimes could have got more minutes tonight, honestly. Like, he had eight points on three or four shooting. Um, Two of three from the three-point option, from the three-point line. I just don't know who you play him more for. I guess you give him more of like hearts minutes tonight, but like it seems like they were going for like a super heavy starter load tonight, um, which I can't blame them just because like, I mean, do you bench, do you bench Randall? Like, I don't know tonight. Like tonight's one of those weird nights that like, I don't know like where the minutes are coming from. But I do agree. I do agree that Grimes should have got more minutes today. It's just, it's just tonight was one of those weird games, and you know, I don't know. I would have probably given him more of Grimes. I would have given him more of Hearts minutes. Probably would have spelled OG a little bit more. But the thing is, with Dibs, he's not gonna like. He's so like particular and strict about where he plays guys at certain positions. And the Magic are a big team too. So like he definitely wanted OG out there a bunch. Um it's the reason why he didn't go small today. Um, um and that's why he had Precious playing a bunch of um minutes as well when iHeart was getting in foul trouble. Um But yeah, I don't know. Grimes I would have loved to see him get more minutes tonight just to give us a little bit more shooting. Um, but yeah. Um, Josh has earned nothing going forward. He should never be closing over Devo, playing more minutes than him. Um, yeah, Josh Hart has been some somewhat of a roller coaster um, this year. Um like he'll give you games like the Philadelphia game and then he'll give you games like the last couple games. And it's just like, why is there like, it seems like there's no baseline for him this year. Like it's just a constant trajectory of up and down and you don't know what you're going to get from him on a nightly basis. Like he doesn't, he's not hitting his threes consistently. Um, 
yeah, Jordan break, Jordan Bub brings up, can we talk about the roller coaster that is Josh Hart? Because he can be a wow or oh no or neutral. It is inconsistent level with him. It's not consistent level with him. And, and it's it's more infuriating that Thibs will continue to give him at least a baseline of consistent minutes when there's not a baseline of consistent production with him. Um, and tonight, I, I think his minutes really tanked us. Um, him and Precious on the court was just recipe for disaster and and precious apparently had to play tonight um given iheart's foul situation but i would have i would have loved to see sims out there for a little bit like try something else man like because the combination of him heart flynn out there just it just wasn't doing it today um and this is a game that we should have won like sure we're they're missing i mean sure we're missing brunson but they're also missing franz and i feel like we had enough to get this win and it was only a four point loss in a game where we missed a bunch of free throws <clears throat> we missed what was it seven free throws tonight um in a four point loss so i think this is a game that we should have won regardless um but yeah josh hart he's been absolute roller coaster his minutes haven't been a roller coaster um but his production has, and and that's been the, probably the most annoying thing, I'll say. Um, and you know, Dibs has this thing with the guy every year that he has to have his guy out there, one of his guys. Um, <clears throat> Chris Bernard says, at this point, why would the Jazz move Clarkson? They're right heart in the play-in. Seems like they're gonna try for the playoffs. Thing is, with Danny Ainge, I don't think Danny Ainge cares for the play-in. Um, and I think it's been readily, uh, it's been no, it's been made available consistently throughout the year, no matter how the jazz are playing. I think that, um, Danny Ainge is looking to really sell off a lot of these pieces. Um, like, I don't think that he cares much for the play in. Um, and I think a lot of these guys are going to be on their way out. I just think it takes the right package. Um, so like for, uh, Clarkson, I think they would move off of him for the right price. Um, but I do think they, I think the team would probably like the players themselves would like to stay and be competitive, but I don't think that Danny Ainge really cares much for being competitive. I think he just wants to get as much assets he can. And, you know, when the time is right, that's when he'll, you know, move forward with the team. But I don't think he wants to stay with this roster the way they are right now. Because I think he sees too much value in the players that he can move off of. Um, and it depends on how many teams are actually selling that, like, you know, Danny Ainge could have the best possible assets that teams are looking for, if not a lot of teams are selling. Um, but, yeah. <clears throat> um, Jordan Bub asks, what are the options looking like to get a player that can play alongside Deuce on the bench or play with either Brunson Randall as another ball handler creator? Um, I think Brogdon, um, Clarkson, Rozier, um, those are like the guys that can like play alongside a deuce and they can play with Brunson and Randall. Um, cause those guys, they're going to be, um, those guys can play both on and off the ball. I know some fans have had their concerns with Tyus Jones, how he isn't really able to play off the ball much, I guess. Um, I guess the other thing with Tyus is that he didn't want to be a backup in Memphis. 
and Memphis was supposed to be like a playoff situation. Um, and I don't think that really matters much to Tyus, but I don't know how much that has changed since being in Washington. Um, so I don't know how much he would welcome playing behind Brunson. Um, but I don't know. But my my top guys are like the guys who can like get you a bucket, like Rozier's, the Clark, the um, Clarkson's, um, Brogdon can get you some baskets if you need him to. Like those are those are my top options. Um, things are really looking bleak in, in in Charlotte, so who knows what they're gonna do at the deadline if they look to move off some of these veteran pieces. Um, another interesting name that I've seen pop up. I don't know how much I'm for it, but it looks like Gordon Hayward might end up being a buyout candidate. Um, I don't know how, what's the, what's the pulse in the chat for a Gordon Hayward bench creator um, situation. We know Thibs likes Gordon Hayward a ton. We know the Knicks have been interested in Gordon Hayward a bunch over the years. So I don't know how does how does how does chat feel about a Gordon Hayward in a bench creator role off a buyout market because like it seems like that's where things are trending for one Gordon Hayward. <clears throat> we'll see how um, things shake out with Charlotte, but they're an interesting place to look for in terms of Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward on a buyout maybe. If you're into that, if the Knicks are into that, which they probably will be, um, Clarkson and Brogdon on the trade market. Those teams are looking to get assets in return for for vets, um, but yeah, those those are some options that should be out there, and those fit the bill of someone that can play on and off the ball as well. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, Nick's tape says Clarkson probably yield Fournier and two picks. Um. Nick Staples says Rozier would be super fun. Yeah, I, I I like I like Rozier as you know we we kind of need that guy to come in off the bench that can just like we need like a J.R. Smith type you know irrational confidence can hit you some deep threes um, can hit you some contested jumpers like I, I I need that type of I need those type of vibes on the Knicks right now um, off the bench you know and I feel like that would just bring together what this Knicks team needs right now. So we'll see. Um, you know, the trade market's going to be heating up as guys are available. Um, and, you know, as team situations tra- um, change. <clears throat> um. Nick Sable also says, yeah, we need our spark plug back and the defensive woes will be mitigated by the lineup season. I, I think also like there's a there's like, you know, a thing of like guys probably trying a little bit more on defense if they're going to be in a competitive environment. Like Rozier isn't like I don't think Rozier I don't know how bad defensively Rozier was on like those Celtics teams that like he was a part of that, you know, I think he was a backup on. Um, but like, yeah, he's gotten a taste of, you know, being one of the guys on, um, the Grizz, not on, not on the Grizzlies, I'm watching the Grizzlies game right now. Um, on the Hornets, he's gotten a taste of being one of the guys, you know, 
I think that's what he wanted when he was in Boston. Um, maybe he would be more be more willing to buy in on a <clears throat> on a winning situation. So we'll see. But yeah, I like I like Rosier, I like Clarkson, I like those type of guards that can like just get their own offense, can give you can get you can get hot in a minute and can give you like three or four three pointers instantly. Those type of guards, I think that's what we're kind of missing with no IQ here. <clears throat> so yeah. Um Jordan Bub says shout out to Jeff, Frank Barrett. For this, it all comes down to the shooting guard minutes. Josh Hart is a good player who impacts ways that don't show up in the box score. But he has no business being on the court with OG, Randall, iHeart, especially when Grimes, who has been better this season, is already playing too infrequently. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, in a lineup of um, Deuce, OG, Randall, iHeart tonight, I think you could have had Grimes in those those Josh Hart minutes. It definitely would have been much better especially spacing wise and he already gave you two threes in this game and he only played what 13 minutes and what we needed tonight more than anything was offense um because i think defensively we weren't too bad like sure the magic like got maybe some second chance opportunities that we probably should have gotten um away from them but i think we more so needed offense more than anything and grimes was giving you at least some three-point shooting um and yeah i just don't think that Josh Hart really warranted being on the court. I think Thibs's mindset with having Josh Hart on the court was of course size as it usually is, as the Magic are a much bigger team. Um but I just didn't think, think that that mattered all that much tonight. Um but yeah. Um starting to look ahead, next game is Wednesday versus the Rockets. I don't think that's a matchup that the Knicks should take lightly. Um whether Brunson plays or not. Um I just think that this team, um, the Rockets, they're coming off a nasty loss to the to the um, Sixers. Um, they're they're a decent team. They're not like a team that you know we can like sleep on. I think that you know they have Fred Van Vliet, who used to light us up last year. They have Sangoon, pretty good center in the middle. Um, what you call it? Who else they got? Jalen Green. He's been inconsistent. Um, not really caring much about what he does. Jabari Smith um, is coming a little bit into his own this year. Dylan Brooks is also going to give you fits defensively. Um, but yeah, I just don't think, especially if we're going to be without Brunson, I don't think the, the Rockets are going to be a team that we can just, you know, sleep on. Um, but yeah, um, that's our next game. I think I'm going to end things here as I've covered most of this game today. Um, you know, hoping that Brunson is back on Wednesday, hoping that iHeart has a better game because he got into foul trouble today, but I didn't think that I don't I don't like the way the calls were going in our favor or not going in our favor. I just think the Magic were allowed to play a little bit more physical brand of basketball than we were today. Um but yeah, you know, hoping for a better game from iHeart, hoping Brunson's back, hoping Randall is looking like Randall. Um, because I I like that matchup for Randall versus a Jabari Smith. I don't think that um he's someone that should give Randall any issues. Um, but yeah, I just think that Randall should be able to um take care of that matchup on Wednesday. So hopefully he steps up to the to the task. 
Um, I will be back on Wednesday. Um, I'm assuming some other people will be back for post game on Wednesday. Um, shout out to everyone that rocked with me as there's NFL playoffs going on, as well as a whole bunch of other NBA games going on. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. Um, and yeah, check out all the links in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter. Make sure you guys are following us there. Um, and I'll be back on Wednesday. Everyone enjoy the rest of your MLK day and your Tuesday. Peace out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.